You are listening to the New Day of Hope broadcast with Helena and Glennis Langley. Enjoy. Well, blessed be the name of the Lord Most High. Oh, my friends, we are really excited to be with you one more time. And so we want to welcome you to the New Day of Hope broadcast. You know, our program is designed to restore hope and to restore life and restore joy and strength in the Lord. And that is through the preaching and teaching of the divine word of the Lord. So at this time, we would like you to take a little second or two and call a neighbor or call a friend and ask them to join us on the New Day of Hope broadcast. Just before we have the word for today, we would like for you to listen to this beautiful song by the Clark Sisters called Living, after which we'll be right back.
And now it's time for the Rhema Word. And as you listen to the Word of God, I pray you will not allow anything to distract you. You will stay focused and listen to what the Spirit is saying to you today. Right at this moment, I present to you my husband. He's coming with a powerful word entitled, How to Know the Real Joy of Good Living. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Like I said earlier, we are really happy that you have chosen to be with us, to spend the next a few minutes with us on this broadcast. And we know that your heart will be blessed and that your soul will be revived and refreshed in the things of the Lord. I'd like to go to Second Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 8. And you follow as I read, whether you are on your phone, your iPad, your Bible, whatever. But follow as we read the word of the Lord. It says, I charge thee therefore before God, and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrines. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course, I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Well, my dear wife has already announced the, the subject for today. How to know the real joy of good living. How to know the real joy of good living. There is a joke about a rich man who was asked when, he's, when he lay dying if he had any last request to make. He said, yes, when I die, bury me in my gold Cadillac. So when he died, they buried him in his gold Cadillac. A man who came to the funeral said, now that's real living. Yes, my friends, wealth and affluence is to some people the real idea of good living. To others, service is the real secret of good living. Uh, in, uh, today we see how uh, everybody, we all appreciate the people who are at uh, the front line in, health, in the health services and so on. We appreciate them because they are doing a great work. And although it's difficult, it's hard, and they, they work tirelessly, yet they find joy in so doing because they can touch a life. So the question is, what then is good living? What then is good living? Good living, my friends, involves commitment to Christ. You see, a man may have fine health. He's healthy. He may have a good job making good monies. He may have a nice family. He may have a nice home and yet never come face to face with Jesus Christ 
in an experience of saving grace. And you know, that is terribly sad. You have good health. You have good job, good family. You have money. You have food. Everything that life has to offer. And yet you do not know the one who is helping you along the way. My friends, that is not living. That is just existing. Good living involves a vital church connection. I sure don't mean that you simply have your name on a church roll. You must have a connection that really means something to you. It will mean faithfulness. It will mean service. And it will mean fellowship. The problem is you can go to any church and find out about people who are members of the church. And their names are there, but they have never placed their feet inside of the church itself. They have never gone inside of the church. They have no vital connection. There is no real life there. The church means nothing to them, and they mean nothing to the church. I tell you, man, um, uh, to me, a church life is of great importance. I know a whole lot of people right now. At this time in our lives, how much we are missing the fellowship of the church. How much we are missing the fellowship of the brothers and the sisters. How much we are missing sitting at the feet of Jesus and hearing the word of the Almighty God in the sanctuary. Now I know that the word is being broadcast elsewhere and I trust you are taking time every day to listen or to read the word of God for your own self. Our cities would be like hell if it did not have in it the influence of the church. I'm telling you, man. I mean, although we have our churches almost in every corner you pass, there is a church here and a church there, and yet our world is so crazy. Imagine if we had no sanctuary, no churches in our communities, what our communities would be like. My friends, only eternity can reveal what the Christian churches have meant to the world. Only eternity can reveal what the Christian churches meant to our country, our state, and the list goes on and on. Good living involves a separation from the world. I said good living involves a separation from the world. You can't commit yourself to Christ and join the church and then Live a worldly life and call it good living. Oh, no, 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 my friends. That seems to be the norm for a whole lot of people. But that's not the way that Jesus wants it to be. We must be in the world, yes. But we cannot be of the world. Because Jesus warns us in his word. He says, love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world. Because he said, if any man love the world. The love of the Father is not in him. So we must be in the world, but we don't have to be of the world. We don't have to sing down to the level of the world. And that's a major problem in our world today, in the realm of Christianity. Because we want to be Christians on Sunday, but we want to live like the devil on Monday. And that's not going too well with the kingdom. That's not how God designed it for us to be. 
If we are children of God, then we must be children of God wholeheartedly. Our entire life must be committed to our God. Yes, good living is when we can say, I am through with the world. I am now living for Jesus. It's a song which says, living for Jesus, a life that is true, striving to please him in all that I do, yielding allegiance, glad-hearted and true. This is the pathway of blessings for me, my friends. The pathway of blessings for a child of God is to be committed to the cause of Christ, is to have your life fully surrendered to Jesus, to be able to say all to Jesus, I surrender all to him, I freely give. That's the joy of real good living when your entire life is committed to the cause of Christ. Good living, my friends, involves walking with God. It involves walking with God. You can't walk with him unless you are going his way. You know, we a lot of us want to walk with God, but we want to go our own way. While God is going right, we want to go left. And that's not walking with God. That's doing your own thing. He said, I am the way. That's what Jesus said. I am the truth and I am the life. There is no other way. No, Jesus is the, the way. He is the answer for the world today. Every other way leads to destruction, my friends. But walking with God is the way of good living. You know, you can start walking with God today. And that's very easy. You know, the idea, the method, the path that you must tread on if you are going to walk with God, it involves commitment. It involves separating yourselves from the things of this world and committing yourself completely to the cause of the master. So good living involves walking with God. When we walk with the Lord, the songwriter says, in the light of his word, what a glory he shares on our way. While we do his good will, he abides with us still and with all who will trust and obey. So we must learn what it is to walk with God, to walk in the light of God's word. And that means if I am going to walk with God, I've got to spend a lot of time pondering on the word of the Lord. I've got to delight myself in the things of God. I've got to delight myself in his word. I've got to delight myself in his work. I've got to delight myself in his service because that's how I'm going to walk with God. And I've got to spend a lot of time in, in talking to God in prayer. And so when you start doing that, then you will know the joy of good living. Good living, my friends, includes communion with the master. This means I said a while ago, Prayer, Bible study, and talking to God on a regular basis. The songwriter wrote, And he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other have ever known. My friends, communion with God is a good way of life. That's that's good living. When I can wake up in the morning and I can, I can commune with God. If I go to bed at night, I can commune with God. During the day while I am going on my errands, I can commune with God. That's real good living. 
good living includes serving God. There was a time when Satan had us in his power and he was taking us to hell. But Jesus went to Calvary and bought us for his very own. He went to the cross and you know about the story of the death and burial of Christ as he suffered going to Calvary's hill, how he was beaten. He was forced to carry his own cross of Calvary's mountain that dreadful morn. But he did it all for me, my friends, to redeem us from the pit of hell, my friends, to bring us back to God. He has set us free from judgment. Therefore, we ought to fall at his feet and cry out to Jesus, I will serve you as long as I live. That is the joy of good living. When I can cry out to God and tell him that you want to serve him, that you will serve him. And you know, at one time I used to think that I was already too old to do ministry work. But I realized that's not true because I was talking to a dear preacher friend of mine recently and he was telling me that his uncle is 90 something years old and he's still in the ministry, still preaching the word of the Lord. And that kind of put me to shame and make me start to think, well, hey man, if he's 90 something years old and still doing the work of the Lord, what am I really doing? I know how to get back and do the things of the Lord. And so I am grateful to God for that. In the text, the apostle Paul experienced the joy of good living. As he faced the sunset of time, he looked back and said, watch this, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. That's the joy of good living. When you know you have run the race, when you know you have kept the faith, when you know you have pleased God as you travel on life's journey, that's the joy of good living. When you know you have touched a life of somebody as you travel along, that's the joy of good living because the song says, if I can help somebody as I journey along, then my own life, my whole life, my own being will never be in vain. And so Paul experienced and he said, man, the joy of good living is to know that you have fought a very good fight for the master. The Christian life is a fight, man, because the devil is on our trail. He wants to fight against God and against us and so on. So we have to fight the good fight of faith. That's why we cannot play with our faith. We've got to fight to the finish. He says, I have finished my course. And I have kept the favor today. I want to encourage you, my friends. If you want to experience the joy of good living, you must hold on to your faith, my friends, because faith is a very important thing in the life of the child of God. My friends, the Bible says that without that faith, it is impossible for us to please God because he that cometh to God, he must believe that God is and that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. The Bible tells us in that very same text that now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. If you hold on to your faith 
at the end of the journey, you will be able to say like Paul, I have fought a good fight. That's the joy of good living. Now, good living, my friends, is a life spent with God. So the question is, would you let God have your life today, my friends? Are you able to say, take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, today. Take my moment and my days. Take my everything and let them flow in ceaseless praise. Oh, my friends, you can say that today. You can fall on your knees and ask God to just take your life and let it be used for his glory, for his honor, for his love, and for his work, my friends. When you surrender your life completely to the Lord and let him have his way with you, oh, my friends, his face will shine upon you. You will see the glory of God, my friends. To know the joy of real good living is to fully surrender your life to the Lord. The song says, all to Jesus I surrender. All to him I freely give. I will ever love and trust him in his presence daily live. That's the joy of good living. To know that you are in the very presence of the Holy God. To know that you are in the very presence of the Almighty God. To know that you are walking in the middle of the King's Highway. To know that your life is completely controlled by the master himself. That's the joy of good living. So would you, my friends, today, let him have your life? Are you able to tell him seriously now, take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee? That was indeed an awesome word. The only way you and I can experience good living is only through Jesus. There is no other way. You may Think you know what good living is all about, but you can only experience it when you have trusted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You know, on this broadcast, we never close without giving you an opportunity to know him as your personal Lord and Savior. You may know about him, but there's a difference in knowing him for yourself. So right now, you have that opportunity to call upon him. And he said he will answer. All you have to do is to acknowledge that you are a sinner. Believe that he died on the cross for you and confess your sins. And he said that you will be saved. If you have strayed away from Jesus, you can come back. His arms are wide open. Look to the cross. When you look to the cross, it shows his arms are wide open, waiting to receive you. So, Come at this moment. It's not too late. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. He is knocking at your heart's door. You are the only one that can open the door because you have the keys to your heart. So open your door and let him in, and your life will never be the same. Amen. Praise God. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we want to thank you. And we praise you today for your words. We thank you for those of us who are experiencing the joy, the real joy of good living, to know that our lives are completely surrendered to your will and to your way. Speak to our hearts. Strengthen our faith. 
use us as instruments of yours. For those who have never trusted you as Savior and Lord of their lives, we pray right now in the name of Jesus that they would turn over to you and ask you to come into their hearts and into their lives and save them. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So have your divine way tonight, we pray, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. If you are motivated or challenged by tonight's message, we encourage you to let us know. Reach out to us at newdayforpatlanta at gmail.com. Once again, that's newdayforpatlanta at gmail.com. So until then, let your heart go on singing. Until then, with joy, my friends, carry on. Shalom. Peace to all of you.